Hey, welcome to PT Snacks Podcast, a podcast meant for physical therapists and physical therapist students who are looking to grow your fundamentals, but in bite-sized segments of time. And this is Casey, your host. I'm so glad you're here. And today we're going to be talking about Canadian C-spine rules, which if you've never heard of before, essentially this is just a, a series of rules set up to help people screen out if someone needs imaging or not for a cervical injury. And so essentially we use it for alert and stable adults who have had some sort of trauma. Maybe we're worried about some sort of cervical fracture or dislocation or ligamentous instability that, that we may want imaging on just to make sure that these patients are safe. Is it important to be able to screen out these patients? Yes, obviously. Um, but is this tool actually helpful? So you, if you look this up, it's actually a highly sensitive test, like 99 to 100%. And its negative likelihood ratio is less than 5%. So just to translate this for you, this basically just means that there's a 5% chance that if you have a negative finding for this test, you go through the entire thing and the patient is found negative. There's only a 5% chance that the patient would actually have that condition, which is pretty good. So in this episode, we're going to basically talk through the steps that you would go through um, for these patients. But real quick, let me go over exclusion criteria. So this rule does not apply for non-trauma patients if they have a Glasgow Coma Stale or a GCS less than 15, if they have unstable vital signs, if they're age less than 16, they have acute paralysis or some sort of known vertebral disease like ankylosing spondylitis, rheumatoid arthritis, stenosis, or some sort of previous cervical spine surgery, um, or even if they're pregnant, we don't really use this tool. Well, who we do use it for are the ones that I mentioned beforehand. And so essentially what we're trying to do if this patient is in front of us, we usually start off on kind of going from high risk to low risk. And so typically... When you're going through this tool, it starts with high risk because these are people that are more likely to need some sort of imaging. And so if the patient in front of you can answer yes to any of these questions, they're considered high risk. So for example, if they're over the age of 65, if they've had a dangerous mechanism of injury, paresthesias and extremities, then if they answer yes, they probably need to go ahead and get a radiography or a CT. And just to clarify, a dangerous mechanism of injury is defined as like a fall from an elevation greater or equal to three feet or five stairs. If they've had axial load to the head, if they were in a motor vehicle collision at high speed, so greater than 100 kilometers per hour or some sort of rollover or ejection event, that's dangerous. In a motorized recreational vehicle accident or they're on a bicycle, they were struck and had a bike collision, then these are all defined as a dangerous mechanism of injury. But let's say the patient doesn't answer yes to any of these questions, but we're still wanting to make sure that they're safe. They've moved on to low-risk category, and now it's safe to look at their cervical range of motion. But now we're looking at things like, hey, can this patient sit in the ER? Did they have a simple rear-end motor vehicle collision? Are they ambulatory? Did they have a delayed onset of neck pain? Are they clear of any midline cervical tenderness? If they have all of these things, that's a good sign. Then they can move on to the next section. But if they are a no 
like for example, they can't sit in the ER, they're not ambulatory, they probably need to get radiography. So for example, if we're trying to decide if something's a simple rear end motor vehicle collision, this is going to exclude things like, hey, they were pushed into oncoming traffic or they were hit by a bus or a large truck, they were in a rollover or hit by a high-speed vehicle. If they were in any of these, we probably want them to get imaging. But let's say they're clear, they have these things, it's not really as scary. Now we're looking at, are they able to actively rotate their head side to side, 45 degrees in each direction? No? Well, probably should go ahead and get radiography. Yes, probably don't need radiography. Okay, so there's some really great charts or flow charts online that you can look up for Canadian C-spine rolls. Honestly, I would print this out and just hang it over your desk if you see a lot of cervical patients or direct access or something like that, just because while we hopefully don't see a lot of these patients come into the clinic, you'd never know, and this really should be on your radar. Hopefully this makes sense. If it doesn't, let me know. Uh, you can always reach out at ptsnackspodcast at gmail.com. Um, or just find me on Instagram if you're on there at PT Snacks Podcast. And that's where I like to post up a lot of just free content, study content, quiz questions, all of that fun stuff that you probably love to do on social media in your free time, right? Um, or maybe not, but you can take a look and see if that interests you. And if you haven't already, do me a favor and tell somebody that you know about this podcast that you think it would be really helpful to or write a review on Apple Podcasts. This episode is sponsored by MedBridge, harnessing the power of technology to help you advance your career and improve patient outcomes. MedBridge delivers over 1,580 evidence-based physical therapy CE courses, including more than 7,000 specialized patient exercises available whenever you need them from wherever you are. MedBridge goes beyond CEUs. They're leading the space. From interactive webinars led by top industry leaders to first ever HCP patient mobile app, MedBridge has taken learning to the next level for over 200,000 PTs, OTs, ATs, SLPs, and nurses, and those they serve. So for a limited time, use the promo code PTSnackspodcast to get $175 off your annual subscription, which is incredible. I use them myself. So if that interests you, check the link below. Otherwise, that's it, you guys. Thanks for tuning in and until next time.